G'day party people! This is your one and only source into the shenanigans of a couple of Sheilas. I'm Gabby. And I'm Emma, and we'll be sharing juicy stories. Our biggest secrets. The what not to do. The lessons we've learned. All the mistakes. And too many times we've been baked. <laughs> Stay tuned. You're listening to Sheilas and Shenanigans. Hey guys, so we are talking about one of my favorite topics today, which I'm so excited about. <laughs> Gabby is in the best mood and I'm frothing because it's absolutely contagious. And <laughs> she, this is the first, second favorite topic behind dating, of course. <laughs> we all know how much enthusiasm she has there. <laughs> People are still hitting me up and saying how much they love the economy, business, and first class situation. <laughs> I'm like, yes, that's my girl. Oh my this God. is the stuff she thinks about. But you should hear this one because Gabby is, if there's anything that Gabby's like, just retains information and is so exceptionally smart about. And I believe that this is what happens with people who have helped had to deal with difficult situations. It's nutrition, it's body image, it's how to flourish in and nourish your body. And like, I'm so excited for you guys to hear Gabby's story. But I want to start off with, and we both do, on why this is so important for every single person in the world and like the day and age we're living in at the moment. Yeah, and I, especially given social media has made a major impact on our lives, um, body dysmorphia. So... I body just, dysmorphia is something that I've really struggled with. Yeah. Uh, to the point where, you know, I think that we assume, we have these assumptions, and Gabby and I were talking about it before, that... Mm people who would only suffer from body dysmorphia would be bigger girls or something like that. Which but, is so incorrect. Like, yeah, so absolutely. Totally incorrect. And I have like this, this is my story with body dysmorphia is like the day before my period, it's always the worst. Like mm. I shouldn't ever. Well, your body like, naturally retains so much water anyways, like yeah. right before your period. But like, you don't think about that. You're like, oh my God, I look so big. I don't understand. I'm putting in all the work. But I'm not seeing results. Yeah, and yeah. You, you just have to shame yourself for that. The best week ever of like, you know, being so strict and being the most disciplined you have in so long. And then you come up to that day before your period. <laughs> Naturally, everyone isn't going to feel their greatest. And it's funny because we're still judging ourselves. And I'm a size six, maybe a size eight at biggest. And I have this forever Which is repetitive. Tiny. Like, Emma, you're tiny. tiny. I'm like, small, naturally, as a, as a person, human. you're naturally just small. But yeah. then, like, taking it back to times when other people may have seen us at our smallest, which put in like a major shock for them. It's like they didn't come out the right way or like not, it's it's not knowing the cues to come out the right way to tell someone something or just not even having any idea of what that person's going through. Yeah. Which is Uh, what we're going to talk about. Yeah, for sure. Like I think that like my story with particularly body dysmorphia is that I will definitely, I will, I'll get real vulnerable here. I look in the mirror all the time. There's two different sorts of body dysmorphia in regards to weight. And some people avoid mirrors. I am like obsessively, whenever I can get a reflection myself, not because I'm like full of myself. I fucking wish that was the case. And I hope to get there, to be honest. I want to love myself sick. But because I have this like fear that all of a sudden I'm going to look in the mirror what from the 30 minutes ago when I saw myself and be a size 16 it is so weird and I don't have does any does this still happen now I just think it's an, like I'm, I'm conscious of it and You're I'm conscious. aware of it yeah. and once yeah. it I think that uh going about body dysmorphia which is you know it's a mental issue that people have in many different ways I think that 80 to 90 percent of women deal with it throughout their life at some stage and like this is just my underlying thing it's like I somehow think I'm going to retain all this weight overnight it's the strangest 
or in the next 30 minutes. It's oh, the wish to God that you'll wake up so much skinnier than you were the next day. <laughs> yeah, when the reality is, like, when I do... Like, the reality is it's the complete opposite for me. When I do work out and I am fit, I'm heavier and I look bigger. Yeah, but you know why? And I'm you not... You know why? And this is the thing why people don't understand. So there's, there's a lot of science base evidence behind why you actually are bigger after you work out especially if you you lift weights because your muscles they hold glycogen stores right so they're they're filled with glycogen and what happens when you lift weights is that your muscles actually grow a little bit or like let's say you're drinking you might have excreted all your body water weight and then your body actually clings onto water yeah so and i understand that but i think that it also comes down to the fact that this is just how my body is. Like when I have no okay. muscle and I'm not working out, I'm actually my most unfittest. I'm my lightest, and I actually you look at that and, and you I'm think the that smallest. That's okay. And people think yeah. that then I'm like, oh my god, she's doing all this work, and I'm like, no, I'm not actually. I'm doing nothing. So like, yeah. it's just the way my body is. And like, for example, what over the years, like I find this really interesting. So like, what I've looked into and like all the things that I've watched recently when we came up with this topic is like no one is happy with their body 100% no, and I, you know no what? one and I can completely relate with you on the one where you don't you you're not really working out that much and like I when I was doing shows and I was being physically active but I wasn't lifting weights but now I am like I've worked out what my body needs in order to sustain a certain weight yeah. and to, to get the strength that I need mm-hmm. and I remember you saying that one time that you saw me when I was like really, really skinny and you're like, are you eating so much? And yada, da. Yeah. I actually so I went to New York to see Gabby and it was like throughout this one year that I was happened to live in Miami and I kept visiting Gabby and Gabby was, you were tiny. Like but I'm talking stressing about my visa too. That was like a big tiny. one Tiny. I was know, really small. A lot of it was anxiety. Like I know I'm the same. I, I was, was actually like, tiny that year as well. A lot of it's anxiety. A lot of it's like we were very, both of us unaware of like what foods were good for us, how to maintain weight. We didn't have the education like depleted, that we do now. Like you're so exhausted. You're depleting your body of like vital nutrients that it needs too. And like, that's so important. That's not one thing that I knew back then. Yeah, so. for sure. I was eating Ritalin. So let's be honest, that <laughs> wasn't doing me any favors. But I think that the important thing and like is body shame, body image. Mm. And then obviously there is the other side of it, which is body dysmorphia, which I think is an internal battle. But body shaming... Mm for both of us has come from not you're fat, oh my God, you need to lose weight ever, right? No, no. But it has come, and people will be surprised to hear that from the you're so, you're skinny, so skinny, yuck. I've had a my yep. best friend visit me in Bali after I'd just been hit by a scooter and I was in my worst state, like mentally everything. And she was like, yuck, you look so Which skinny. Which is, I, I just think like, it's, <laughs> like, like how do they think Thanks. your people are mentally able to take that on too? Like that's just like saying, yuck, you're so fat. Like, you would never say... People know you would never say that to someone. Well, so that's why the thing, would you say, people don't understand so that it is the same thing. Yeah. It's not a compliment. We're not stoked. I no. wasn't trying to be like this. <laughs> like, thanks, for the, thanks yeah. for the compliment. I'm aware that Cheers I have a 12-year-old boy body, or, or like, beforehand, <laughs> before I'm going through all this detriment. And now I look... You're telling me I look like shit. I need to put on weight. Like, you don't think I've been trying to do that? Yeah. Like, so I think that... Like, for example, when I would go visit my parents and that was the middle of 2016, that year that I would kept coming to see you and you were tiny, mm. I went and saw them and I'd just been traveling with my ex um, 
for a few months. It was horrible. I was eating Ritalin. I'd had two suicide attempts. Like I was just at my absolute lowest point ever. And I rocked up and my mom was just like, you need to eat. Like, and the best part about it was I could order anything on the menu without and her paying without any guilt. But Apart from that, I was like, I feel like shit already. Feel shit. And you Stop don't want to be around them. Yelling like, at me. Like, I'm, I'm not doing this on purpose. I've never felt so self-conscious. Like, being around, like, my family or friends made me feel so self-conscious because I knew what they were thinking about me. Yeah. And, like, you knew, like, that they were looking at you like, you're too skinny. Like, you need to put yeah. weight on. But they don't understand. Like, they're mm. not tapping into... They think food is a solution when they're not... They're, they're forgetting about the mental state yeah food, food isn't always the solution you know yeah i'm so uh, the other day um i which this just resonated so much with me i have a friend who suffers from really intense anxiety she works at she works yep. at a high in fashion and so people have gone in to her and they do it all the time and that she's very petite but she said so petite that like it happened to be this one day where they were getting their uniforms and she couldn't fit into anything and she's very insecure about it she felt like crap like imagine them being like no that's too big on you that's too big on you like this is the store managers being like frustrated i guess because nothing's fitting her her being internally insecure and frustrated because like the reason why she is that small and can't maintain weight is from her anxiety. Yeah. And then, yeah. so she's mm-hmm. feeling like crap and then she's serving a customer and the customer tries on the dress she's wearing mm. and the customer comes out and goes, Ugh, don't stand next to me. You're skinny. I bet you like standing next to me, don't you? Because I look like so much bigger in this than you. Literally having a go at her. And she's like, what? Like, you don't know anything about me. Like, I'm a human. And she didn't say this, obviously, because she has to keep it cool and the customer's always right and she would have just probably walked away. But, like, this internal battle that people who are bigger may have and then shaming mm. people who are littler, yeah. it's the exact same thing. Exactly. I don't know why in yeah. society, and I think that maybe a lot of people aren't really talking about this side to it, which I would love to bring light to. It's like, I don't know why that it's okay for people to say... You're so skinny. Eat a burger. Put on weight. When it's definitely not okay to say also, you're so bigger. Or, or like, or eat a burger. Like, okay, that's not um healthy at all. Like, but this is their assumption. What, what, but I don't. Know, but I mean, like, that's what my family or like friends would would say to me. Like, you need a you need to eat more, go get some fries or go get this. And like, you're saying that if I put all that saturated fat into my body, that's gonna make me healthier. Yeah. Well, you clearly do not know anything. Like, yeah, you know and that's I mean? the thing. We are very... Unless we do dive into nutrition, which I 100%, I will admit that I'm way less educated on Gabby, um, we don't have that education. We don't have the education to be telling people to eat a burger or put on weight. Like, we don't know their situation. Like, yeah. a lot of both Gabby and my situations has come down to having to really work out what is... The like, triggers for us. Like well, that right thing. for us in our body. And, like, we're both completely different. Yeah. For example, Gabby, you need a lot of iron. Yeah, because I And you've always said to me, like, don't you from... need more iron? And I was like, weirdly enough, I've had all these tests done forever. And they're always really surprised at how much iron I have. Like, no, I'm, like, like yeah. above the normal weight. Because a lot of girls you don't are really under. You don't really eat that much red meat. I mean, you will, like, no, every I, now I'm, and again. I've got, it's like, a like... pescatarian-style diet. Yeah, so... Um, no dairy. Mm. But... It's weird because I think that I would ask my dad about it or something. He's like, yeah, we've always had a lot of iron in our family. So, yeah. like, so just go get your to... bloods done, I think. Like if there's anything that you want to do, and this is like the biggest mistake I also had was when I switched to veganism, I wasn't aware. I didn't even know what iron was. I didn't even know where you got iron from. But I found that out after I knew that I was low on iron, you know, like yeah. and – yeah, so I think that like, get a blood test. and we'll get into it in a bit, but like, I think that the issues at, 
every single person is having at the moment is you look online, there's this person with this gorgeous body and they've got the big ass and the beautiful breasts. But I mean, it's quite normal. It's quite normal to feel like that. Like you can't just say, oh, you, how do you compare yourself to the best of the best that you see on social media? Like that isn't very mentally healthy either, you know? No, that's the thing. We've got to stop this comparison. It's exactly. a sense of joy. Like, it's ridiculous. Like, and so basically, like, I was watching Embrace, which is a documentary on Stan. It's about a woman who actually posted a photo, and the before photo was her at a bikini modeling competition, like, you know, those ones. And the after photo was after she had had Like kids. a body workout. Sort of like a bodybuilding. Bodybuilding. Yeah, okay. so she was, the before photo was that, and the after photo was her, she had like was just her natural self and she'd had kids and she looked gorgeous but she didn't look like she yeah she wasn't like what what do they do before the bodybuilding competition anyway they have to take all the weight out of them and water weight out of them yeah yeah and like they dehydrate their body so much and so it's just completely unnatural what she did to have to get to that point anyway and how strict she had to live her life was like ridiculous she wasn't living she was like had to sacrifice a lot of time with their kids like it was just i mean i can relate too like being like being told to like as a dancer to like cut down or you need to slim down by this date that's being strict on your diet too like you have to cut yeah, well, out how unhealthy it is. so this lady's posted this photo and she's actually like it went viral people like ashton kutcher and everything um, reshared it and it brought a lot Goodness. of attention to the fact that like we as a society are so people were awful to her about this they were like you look fat now just admit you look fat yuck get off my screen and people it brought a lot of attention to society at the do moment do you have the lady's name and how we no it's called okay so the documentary is called Embrace it's on Stan absolutely a great documentary because it covers people from all over the world like they interview someone who's anorexic they interview girls who are a lot bigger they interview um, one girl who happens to have like grow a lot of facial hair and like hair all over her body and she's really embraced that like it's this beautiful documentary where what I learned about myself was like well, if I don't start to learn to love my body now at 28 years old, I'm going to really battle when I'm 50. Or, you know what, it's just never going to happen because, like, I'm not going to be a perfect... Like, I am who I am. Like, I've got around about a 12-year-old boy, boy body but style. I, yeah. Like, and I've just got to learn to love who I am and it's going to end up aging. And, like, even in that process, I have to learn to love my body as it is. But also, the thing is, is, like, people that, again, always steer to... People then again always try to get the quick fix out of everything instead of thinking long term, like AKA the longevity diet. Not even diet, just longevity lifestyle. Like, yep. what can you do to try and sustain yourself for the rest of your life rather than how can I look this time next year in a photo? Yeah, you know, exactly. that's not so what your focus did... should be. Your focus should be how can I be able to, how, how can I sustain myself enough to be able to last long term? Mm-hmm. And you, like, Gabby has. You know, I was actually saw a TikTok today, which was a girl, and I sent it to you, who was like, people have body image issues if they have had this in their life. And it was the ballet bars and the mirrors. And I was like, oh, this is very on point with how Gabby grew up. So, like, I want to hear, and I think the listeners would love to hear, like, your story. Because you've gotten to the point now where you know that long-term benefits are best for you. But also, you've done a lot of fad diets or... I have, yeah. Um, I've, tried tried I've tried all the fad diets in the books, guys. <laughs> all of them. So all tell us, them. like, 
your story from, so, from wherever it began. Okay, so obviously I am a dancer and I grew up in the ballet studio, in a dance studio, and actually wanted to pursue ballet at like the age of 12 and begged my parents for me to go full time and that did not work. Um, and I knew at, by the age of 15 my body started to grow and the more I was in the studio, the more I saw that I didn't have the body to be a ballerina. Like my, my body, like my structure as a dancer was not built for ballet and I knew that which is great because then I chose to do something else so, so what did like I, ballet dance teachers say to you in regards to this I had to lose weight I had to not I had to stop eating carbs when I was 12 they would put me on the scales um and I don't I just I looked I looked I was very fit I looked fit when I was younger but fit can also make you look bulky or that's what I was get. I, I would always get told like my leg, my thighs are too bulky. You need to lean down. You need to lean out your your glute muscles, which is really hard because that's... as a contemporary and tap dancer, they're the they're the predominant muscles that you use to be able to do that sport. I just so... think it's so disgusting that this is what's being told to twelve year olds. Like when, especially at a time where you're hitting puberty and your body you don't is know changing what your body's naturally. Do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. and you're you're having to feel shame because you don't you can, look like a ten year old girl. There's a lot of anymore. side effects too. Like you can stunt your growth if you don't look after it properly. Like there's a lot of girls that are ballerinas that have stunt their growth just from yeah. not allowing them time to just grow. Yeah, I mean, like, center stage was the first real time that I got as, like, someone who's completely not a dancer. I did ballet when I was five years old and sucked and changed to soccer. I was the opposite of Billy Elliot. I think that I was the first time that I ever realized, like, how much detriment it is I have witnessed, too, like, and seen friends, like, vomit in bathrooms before Mm. class to try and make themselves look skinnier, like... Just so the teacher would say, oh, you look like you've lost weight. And, like, I had them faint. Like, some of them would faint because they haven't eaten anything all day. And, like, it's honest, it's really heartbreaking. It's really heartbreaking. Absolutely. So, so, like, then that changed my whole perspective. And I didn't. I knew I didn't want to do that. And I knew I couldn't sustain that. Yeah. Um, Did you think that that um, part of your life had any effect? No, I think... The, the biggest thing that affected my life was through my parents' experience. Uh, no, sorry. The biggest thing that affected my life was through uh, family. How do I even say it? Well, you've had family trauma. And that's come yeah. from, like, for example, my family trauma might have come from mental health issues sort of side things. And I've had to mm. learn through that way. That yeah. this is like my pain is my power in regards to that. Yeah. But um, yours has been through physical health issues yeah exactly but I I mean I, I put those issues on myself like because I tried to so my, my dad passed from a heart attack and my mom she had breast cancer so the first initial thought I had was what can I do to help myself from preventing myself from getting these diseases or like lifelong diseases and then I went vegan and then that itself gave me a lot of complications yeah, and so what happened when you went vegan? With- I, I, my iron levels, I remember, I, I, I used to run a lot when I was younger. I used to, this was when I was like 19. I was like doing shows, running probably 6K almost every single day. I used to love running. And I, I remember one day, I just, my muscles weren't moving. They couldn't work properly. I was like a minute into my run and I didn't know what was going on. So I called mum up and I was like, I don't know what's going on, but I can't move my legs properly. And she was like, go get a blood test. And is this see what's in wrong. New York? This is in New York. Okay, wow. She was like, go get a blood test. So I went to get my blood test and 
Anyway, so then I, my friend was visit, visiting New York um, that week and we were out at, at lunch and I got this call from this really worried person on the phone. She's like, Gabriella, um, hi, um, are you okay? And I'm like, yes, who is this? Sorry. And she's like, oh, I'm calling from the city MD. We have police at your apartment to check on you. And I'm like, what? What's what's oh wrong? Oh my god, I had no idea this happened. Yeah, and I was like, I was like, what, what, what's, what's wrong? And they're like, you're, you have no hemoglobin. Your hemoglobin is sitting at like a four. Okay, means, so yeah. So that's basically uh, hemoglobin carries all your oxygen stores to your blood cells. So your your iron, so your red blood cells, provides oxygen to like every organ and every bone and muscle in your body. It's what your body needs. And so I they was assumed like, that because you weren't answering, you'd probably pass out on the floor inside yeah, and, your apartment. You can die. Like you can get it. Like you can die from heart attack, from stroke. You can die. Like it's pretty serious. Wow. And they're like, you need to come into the emergency room right now. And I'm like, okay. So I hung up the phone and I'm like, oh, I have tickets to a Yankees game. I'm like, do I go to the Yankees game? Do I- <laughs> Such a typical how old were you? Like twenty year old. It's I like, like I was like nineteen. I want to go out. No, Why I was like, to yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my god, I'm gonna die. That's so annoying. Like, how know, dare they bring like, my How day. inconvenient <laughs> yeah. these guys call me when I'm Can about I come to go to the game. game? I literally not even kidding you. I chose to go to the game, and then Did I you actually go to the game. I was drinking beer, sitting outside, having fun. I had like oh, okay. So at the time, on. did you know what that was? I could like, feel so it. I think me... my body just adapted to... No, but when you got the phone call, no did idea. you know how serious no that was? Because no I idea. didn't even know what that word is until you explained no, it. No, no. Okay. I had no idea. And I just remember feeling kind of fake a little bit, which probably isn't a good feeling. Then no, I was like, yeah, like, really drunk. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. But then I went to the doctor after and I strolled on into the like emergency room where everyone's like running through like with like serious crap happening. And right. I'm just strolling Especially on in York. with one of those foam fingers on. With my Yankees cap. <laughs> oh, yeah. And they're like, I'm like, hi. Great game, guys. I'm here. <laughs> I'm like, hi. Oh, they told me to, to come to the emergency room. And they're like looking at me so strangely. They're like, what is this girl doing? And then I was like, oh, yeah, they told me to come here. And then they're like, okay, we're going to just have to get your bloods taken. They take my blood and the doctor, no joke, comes up to me, puts his hands on my back and goes, you're not going anywhere. You're staying in hospital tonight. I had to have two iron uh, in trans- transfusions, which is like blood from someone else, basically. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That night. Because I had no iron in my body. And I was literally like the walking dead. <laughs> like <laughs> They were just like surprised that you'd even made it this far. Yeah. They're like... How are you standing right now? How are you able to stand? They couldn't understand. So did this, do you think this had anything? Have you already been on this vegan diet? Yeah, I was eating like plants, nothing but plants. Occasionally I would have eggs. For how long? This was about a year and a half, I want to say. Yeah, okay. And I just wasn't, I mean, okay, I wasn't strict vegan. I Occasionally I would have some fish. Yeah. But, like, majority of the and time. And your opinion of this was in order to keep your cholesterol levels Yeah, down. and that's what I thought. Out but of I had fear a... of uh, repeating what maybe happened to your father or your mother. Yes, exactly. And I yeah. didn't want to end up like that. And then I just did the complete reverse, you know? Like, yeah. so I think if you are thinking about doing something, please, like... Do for you research my, for on my your sake, own body? Put, yeah. Put in the research on your own body, but also, like know what you're doing don't just jump into something without consulting with a professional first because Mm. we're going to chuck a disclaimer in here 
we are not nutritionists or we do not have a degree in any sort to do with nutrition and all that. But just from our experiences, like, which is, which is, we've learned through experience. We've learned, (laughs) obviously, not through the right way, but like, it's, it's, well, it's just about like if someone's listening and they, like, for example, I am no dairy, I eat a pescatarian diet at the moment, and so far, so good, that's been great. Um, Yeah. But for example, I did, was just just funny because I was coming to your house the other day and I was like, I am craving meat. And I saw this like (laughs) billboard and it was like chicken nuggets or something. I was like, no, I'm going to have meat, which I haven't, like, really all year. But you came um, over to mine, and, and then like, you're like, I, 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 and I was like, I think I was cooking up kangaroo. You had kangaroo, which is the best form of meat, like, that I love and yeah, could possibly so have. Mean, so it's and I was, and you had just fats. kangaroo skewers, and I was like, oh, my God, can I have one? <laughs> so like, you guys might be like, what the hell? Why would you eat your own pun? one of the most delicious foods actually, I reckon I've had. And I was good. just like... Oh, I just feel like I need this. And I remember my little cousin, she told me, she's like, oh, um, if you actually get to the point where you are craving meat and you're not eating meat in your diet, um, you should listen to your body and just have it. Just consume it. it. And like, exactly. It's been body. so long since mm-hmm. I'd had it and I had it. And like the next day was like one of the best I've trained because my body was obviously in need of that. Yeah, so your time. eye sores would have been like replenished. Yeah, maybe. I'm yeah. not aware. Like, but I know that I was just like, maybe I was fatigued or I had been working out a fair bit leading up to that. And like, I was like, oh, I just really feel like that. And so like, mm. I was able to listen to my body in that moment. And I didn't have the whole, oh, I'm going to not do that Deplete because it's against what I'm doing at the moment yeah, and whatnot. Yeah, like I didn't yeah, have that strict yeah. form against it. But like, this is the thing. Some people can do a complete plant-based diet and they can thrive, but it's dependent on their body and like dependent what their on your body, body needs. And dependent on your gut guys. Like yeah, I want to say like, I know I was, I, at, at the start of the year I had, I was going through many antibiotic medication and that ruined my gut completely. It wouldn't matter what food I put into my gut, it was not making any difference. Yeah. Like it's it's taken I think three months for my gut to like actually heal, heal. properly. Mm. And it just takes time. Like, yeah, you are what you eat, but you actually are what you digest. Really. Yeah. So if you're not digesting the good food that you are eating, yeah. then that's it's you not know doing it's not making any difference. Okay, yeah, interesting. So what happened after process. you were in hospital? How long were you in hospital for? Let's go back to the story. I was in hospital for three days. Okay. Yeah. And so after that, did they talk to you about your diet? Did they put you on to anyone? Like, they did. Um what did you take from the experience? My experience. Um they actually they don't tell you too much because there's no nutritionist there. But basically Isn't that fucking weird. Like, I just find that so wild that, like, it's not one of the main things we have. I know that, like, obviously there's money and there's so many excuses that people could come back at me now. But, like, why is that not, like, the main thing we all have? Or, like, why did we not get taught that at school either? I know I get it because some people would would have taken advantage. But, honestly, the more I know about nutrition, the more I want to replenish and, and just nourish it. You know, yeah. like, the more I find out what foods are really good for you, the more I want to eat those foods. Yeah. So, actually, yeah. that has the opposite mm-hmm. effect. Yeah, it's and actually, that's like, one learned, of the like, things, the more, like, it's funny how we have, like, um, for example, my school, we're religious. So, religion is a core subject you have to take. Maths is a core subject you have to take. English is a core subject you have to take. Yeah, Yet, we that? don't learn about how to nourish our body. Yeah, which is something we do every single mind day. Mind-blowing. So yeah. mind-blowing. Every time we make a decision to put something in our body, we could be giving, doing detriment to it or we could hopefully... Be causing be... yourself life and death, you know? Like, yeah, really. Well, especially with the amount of fad diets that are going around at the moment. So, like, my yeah, yeah. experience was that I got told by a doctor that... Oh, my 
my I God, had this is to, so interesting. So, like, my stomach, I thought I had, like, IBS. And you know what? Now I know that it was a lot of, like, anxiety mixed with, like, intergenerational trauma because my family both have similar issues. Like, and it's to do with this gut, not processing food, etc. And so, like, I suffered from maybe a bit of constipation. And then mm. little did I know that I'm pretty sure that was to do with being allergic to, like, lactose. So I was lactose so intolerant. Crazy. Doctors didn't check. This guy just put me on a fiber laxative. So daily, <laughs> I was having a fiber laxative for about two years. I was eating a lot of dairy. And then I was like, why have I put on all this weight? Like, uh, but I can't lose it. And like, that was something I was definitely was like, why am I not getting results? Like, I'm so confused. So daily, I'm eating this like fiber laxative, not allowing my body to produce lactase, which actually breaks down lactose because I'm doing that for it by taking this ridiculous shit. Mm -hmm. And then I got to a point where after I was in Europe, I came back and I was just in so much pain. And it was like the second time this has happened, like was to the point where I was like, I need to go to hospital. I need to go to hospital. Like, so the second time my dad took me to hospital and I was in there for three days on morphine. And finally I was like, I'm not leaving until you guys do tests. This is not normal. Mm. And finally they run me through all these tests. Eventually I got a colonoscopy and then I walked in the day after like splendor finished. Right. So it's like three day bender, Walk in, I think it's like four day bender. Walk into the doctor, come straight out of like lining up to get out of the car parking down there. Go straight to the doctors to get my results. Walk in eating a chocolate, and they're like, "Yes, yeah, so you're completely allergic to lactose. <gasps> like you are lactose intolerant. You've got no lactase in your body. You can't even break it down, and we don't want you to eat gluten." So I was like, "Awesome! This is great!" Like, so you couldn't have gluten either. No, that that time they were just like, "We don't want you to eat gluten," and yeah, I did it's... that. For Gluten can ruin the, your gut lining, so they're probably trying to get you to heal your gut first. Yeah, because I just destroyed it so much over the years. And, you yeah. know, I, I wasn't living a healthy lifestyle. Like, I was bendering all the time. Like, so you just not, back like, Robbins, I just happened you? to be the most healthy. Like, I, And that's the thing. Like, when I, I went from having a diet when I grew up of no dairy because of my sinus problems yeah. so mum was like avoided all that to then working at Baskin Robbins just taking advantage of your work perks <laughs> I would get to the point where I would be like dad hurry up get me home get me home get me home I'm gonna shit myself hurry up hurry up really? I'm shit myself. like because I would just eat ice cream the whole time during my shift and like I hadn't for 15 odd years so like that wasn't a part of my diet and then I was overdoing it. So, like, That's it's crazy. interesting when you maybe deprive kids of things that, like, they might want it more or they don't know how to, like, yeah, balance true. it in their That's diet. That's why they say you should never really cut something out of your diet completely, only consume in small moderations so then you don't become mm. allergic to it. Yeah, exactly. Because it's I know, true. like, with me, I did cut out gluten for a long time. Gluten's actually not that great for you, but if you can tolerate it, then that's amazing. Keep it in your diet. For me, I have to consume it in small amounts so then I don't become allergic to it because I can tell if I have gluten, I do not feel good at all. So I think just like moral of the story, like listen to your body because you know your body better than anyone else does. Yeah. I feel like even in this day and age, like for example, I had to really fight to get the tests done and I had to be very stubborn Mm. about like do these tests like I'm struggling I'm in pain because like no one really knows how much pain it is like my stomach would get to the point where it was bloated like people thought I was like pregnant like it would be rock hard and bloated and like 
I was in agony, like absolute agony. And like doing that, like maybe once a month where like I'm in absolute pain and I'm just like, I can't move. That's like, I don't know what I was doing internally to myself. Like that is so messed up. And like, I don't even know how I got to those stages, but I think a lot of mine was to do with anxiety and it would always be at times where so like... compensating, do you think? Like I think were... I just wasn't able to process situations. So like the so emotional as your... state of my being was like playing then into the physical so was food your comfort then like for for your anxiety no it wasn't over like i was i would over eat a little bit not to the point where it was like that it was like i just couldn't go to the toilet and like i just couldn't and it's about like the processing emotions as well as it is processing situations as well as much as you process food yeah it's so, like true. it all lies into it's one true. so like, that's why they say like your brain and gut health is like so, so intertwined. yeah because that's why they also say you should actually eat with people and not on your own because Having conversations with people slows down the rate of which you eat and actually gives you time to process your food. I eat faster when I'm with people, I feel like. Really? Because they eat so fast compared oh, to see, me. I, I'm like, I oh my God, I can't keep in, up. I get stuck in conversation. I actually eat yeah. a lot better when I'm with people. Because if okay. I'm by myself, I'm just like, I mean, I do I'm talk hungry. a lot. So maybe that's why they're eating at a normal pace and I'm not, not eating at a normal <laughs> pace. And then I feel the need to like catch up at the end or something. That's kind of true. But yeah, yeah. it always it always allow yourself. Oh, that's what I've learned too. Like, so what have you learned? So like for people listening who like maybe you know, I think there's a lot of people, especially in this day and age right now, where like for me, like I think I make a conscious effort to try and not eat meat because like I really worry about like the bigger picture. I want to do my part for the environment, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But what about people who? Are doing the vegan diet and they feel like crap and we're not saying don't at all like I, we're not even giving you advice let's be honest but Gabby's just been in this particular experience with the vegan diet and it hasn't worked for you like no. what, how, how did would you pick up on whether it's like working for you or not uh for me it was really big on I it was big on energy like like I said before I wasn't able to move my body and for me as an athlete it's vital I need my body to survive I think everyone does. So I think if you don't have the energy, if you're feeling fatigued, if you have brain fog, figure out what's going on in your diet and make adjustments. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I feel like that's like for me, for example, like um, food gives me fuel. It fuels me. So it gives me energy. So like I'm not someone who I can do fasting, right? I, which is something I want to talk about next, but mm. it's, not the greatest to me if I want to be at, you know, if we're about to do a podcast or something and I haven't eaten. Like, yeah. I get very irritable. Like, I grew up being like, well, she's being a little bitch, she's hungry. Like, that's well, what I grew up Yeah, exactly. With. So, what is your thoughts on, like, I feel like fasting, there's another girl I follow who's, like, got the most miraculous body, and she promotes and does fasting, like, for a couple of days sometimes. Yeah. And like, I'm not like, talking... As in doesn't eat any food for a couple of days and just fast and for Yeah, sometimes days. she does that. That's and so, crazy. I... But so I'm talking like Nelly Weekly. Well, I know... And I'm like, like, are we giving... The question is, are we giving the green light to people with this fasting? To say starve yourself. Yes. And yeah. like, is it now this perfect excuse for people? What are your thoughts? Uh, so I used to think that it was a starvation diet. But um, I know for me too, fasting, I can't do it every day of the week. There are some days that I fast like 16 hours, probably twice a week, but I wouldn't do that for seven days because my body just can't. Some days I actually eat over my calorie intake and then the next day I'll eat a little bit less, but I just eat to how I'm feeling. Like if I'm hungry, I'm not going to sit there and starve myself. I'll eat food. I'm not going to deprive myself. I know how much 
because I know a lot about nutrition, I know how much my body actually needs to consume to maintain my weight. Or if I want to exceed my weight, I know how much I should be having. Or if I want to lose a couple pounds, I know how much I should be having. But if I'm feeling hungry, I'll just have it. But given fasting, and honestly, it depends on you as a person. For me, I don't, I yeah. can't, I can't do it because like I said, I'm very active a lot. So I feel like I need to constantly be putting that energy into my body to exert it and use that fuel up. Because mm. I know there's a lot of like science behind how it is amazing for people. Yeah, and I a, think that I'm great same as you. a couple too. of days a week, I would be fasting. By the way, not intentionally. I just like either have things on and forget to eat or naturally fast. Like, I naturally, yeah. yeah, I'm not doing it like by like I can only eat. Yeah, by and this it's time. easy. It's actually easy to do. And I, I think it's very dependent on the person and what you find works for you. If you are wanting to burn fat, fasting does have a very good effect on that. I know for me, if I'm trying to get lean and really shredded, that's something that I'll do a couple times a week. I wouldn't force myself to do it if, if I didn't feel like it. If I'm starving, I'll just eat food. But you still eat once a day. Or you're not doing days worth of fasting. No, right? no, 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 yeah. no. I just do like probably 12 to 16 hour fasts a day. But I would never do a whole day of fasting. Okay, But yeah. that does regenerate like your, your cells in your body. So it is good from time to time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I find that interesting. But you've done a lot of different fad diets. So like rattle some off. Tell us what your experiences um, have been. Uh, well, I just given like the the main ones I'm just going to throw them out everyone knows about keto diet try that done that didn't work out because my body naturally uses glycogen as a store of energy and I just can't my body just for some reason I feel not as energized on a keto diet so keto Um, diet is no carbs it's limited carbs so it's probably like 30 grams maybe 20 grams of net carbs a day and And carbs net carbohydrates Mm. are like excluding fiber so fiber goes straight through your gut basically you basically like shit that out (laughs) straight away yeah Yeah. and along with other stuff too but like that is like the bulk of it that's what makes the bulk if that makes sense we're gonna okay (laughs) very interesting topic so are you so when you get into carrots everything like that no go when you're on a keto diet yeah carrots are high in carbohydrates yeah so no go you can't even have carrots yeah you can't i mean you can but just like everything and like you can you have to limit it to like 20 30 grams a day if you want to to see benefits like you have your fat stores have to be higher than your protein intake if your protein's too high proteins then turn to glycogen stores in your body which is used as fuel like carbohydrates okay so things switch um there's also a thing we're going to shout out to my mate jeff actually he I was talking to him. We're going to do a little episode, a little potty nugget with him. Um, he actually experimented with the carnivore diet, and I'd never, never done that before. Like Emma said, what are these fad diets? This is another one where you just eat meat, basically. and That's insane. And maybe eggs and, like, egg yolk and maybe supplement with, like, some honey and all that. And basically he I, was saying... Honestly, when you say this, I feel nauseous. I actually feel nauseous. Yeah, well, I, he was actually... He was saying something to me and he was like, your body actually gets to a state where it can use the the protein inside your body and turn it into glycogen. So like okay. if your protein stores are high, it turns it into glycogen. Emma's looking at me like so confused. I'm just like, well, so I just to... think I, what's coming up with me in my head at the moment is like, 
It's a lot of meat. But Imagine if we all did that. Imagine if the whole world all of a sudden goes, let's do a carnivore diet. And it's like you know everything what? that we're trying to reverse do you cons- mean with how much meat we all well, eat. Well, considering the fact that he was also exercising a lot, which would have been depleting his iron stores. So, like, when you exercise, your iron stores are constantly getting crushed and they're getting depleted. Yeah, I'm more Oh, yeah, it's so bad for an environmentally friendly yeah. perspective of yeah. being like, Sorry, but we're he- literally trying to reduce our intake uh, meat at the moment per person yeah uh imagine if we like just yeah. no no but this one go i'm just being like imagine if all of us would yeah, yeah, that that would that, be insane it would um, be insane like it would just and i, I think that's where i, I was like the nauseous came out of business like, i feel sick but i don't i love i used to eat meat 24 yeah. 7 like i could never have a meal without it so it's not that i so think he, it's the fact that like i'm like oh my god I'm so conscious about what we're doing to the environment in yeah, regards yeah. to how much meat I we mean, well, in eat. saying that, he doesn't eat all the time. Like, this was just purely for science-based stuff. Yeah, so he did it as an course. experiment. So he didn't do it as a fad diet. He actually did it. He went to, a, like, a, a lab and got all his results first to, to, to check up measurements. So, like, got his and, blood and work done. And then went and saw what happened after. Yeah, and had, like, set schedule every day. Like, he'd have coffee with, like, maybe some MCT oil at, like, 8 a.m. And then, like, 12 was like his first meal and how then long did he do like this diet for 35 days interesting and what were the results yeah. so i mean he he gained a lot of benefit from that we'll get through we'll, t- we'll chat about that one more on an episode later on because there's so much him? there's just um, so, so much to I've it got, i feel like i've got a thousand million questions for yeah you. what has been your favorite fad diet and your least favorite oh my god favorite fad diet i want to say paleo but that's not really a fad diet. That's more of a lifestyle choice. Okay. Um, oh, the Tom Brady diet was definitely my, I would say, top because it's a very alkaline diet. So yeah. Tom Brady likes to incorporate a lot of alkaline foods. He tries to steer clear of anything that is going to upset the pH balance of your body, basically. I, so I, no you acidic told me foods. one time that I have a bit of a diet like that. Yeah, so your pescatarian diets are high in alkalinity. So the pH sits around six, seven in your blood. So your 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 gut and your your whole body has a certain pH. So basically, um, the Tom Brady diet is to reduce inflammation in the body. So yes, so it's I've called an like, anti-inflammatory diet yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. So I've got a lot of like nerve pain and any inflammatory in my body will set me off like i remember i was so sensitive especially when i would had had come off sugar and like would dabble in it a little bit and And sugar's so acidic too sugar is like the most i remember i had um an acai bowl and it must have been just like they a sugar-based one where they haven't done the because yeah because you you can get yeah you can get sweetened or unsweetened yeah it was a sweetened one for sure and (laughs) i my body was just like felt like it was like erupting like i just felt like absolute shit and it was because i was having such an alkaline diet and then throw that in the mix and i was just inflamed and it was triggering all these nerve points which Mm. were just i was in so much pain i've done a lot of work since then so i can definitely incorporate more acidic foods now but i choose not to out of the fact that i don't want to be in physical pain so for those of you who kind of want to know more about like what acidic foods are, I'll just lay out a couple just to just to give you like a, a start. So acidic foods uh, counter is like you know your coffee, you're really acidic. Tomato is really acidic. Um, gluten, dairy is acidic. You don't have dairy in your diet either, so that's also yeah. probably helping a lot. Mm. Sugar, um, and they're like the main. The ones. one thing that I makes me actually sick is uh, runny egg yolk. 
So I can have it hard poached, mm. but I can't have it runny. I feel like I'm going to vomit. I feel like my heart's burning. It's like, apparently, and I've looked it up because I'm like, what is going on with this? It's one of the most acidic foods. Yeah, it's, it's not actually... It's not as acidic as you think it is. Maybe for your body type, it might be. Yeah, maybe it's just the way that like you can literally your feel body it like processes. drizzling down my body, and I'm feeling it like the whole way or something. It <laughs> makes me actually. I don't can't feel any food the whole so... way. You must have a crazy gut. It's, like, it, it's the one food where I'm egg-yank. like, I used to think I'm like, what am I possibly eating? Like I don't understand, and it was like every single time that I just like figured it out and then ever since I stopped eating I haven't had that situation and that's like that's something that you now know like which is great like there's not a lot of people that are aware of the foods that they eat that cause those problems yeah I think that the one interesting one that I found in regards to those problems I don't know what it's called you might do Mm. um and I remember back in the day my friend's mum always used to do it and they like it's they take everything out so they just start from scratch and maybe have like a piece of meat for like a week. And I would just call that like experimentation in. with your body. I, I think know. it was just an experimentation. I don't know what it was actually Were they called. allergic or did they think they were allergic to it something? It was figuring out what in their body made them retain weight. So like, for example, when someone would add in pasta, like let's say all of them added in pasta in the same week mm-hmm. and five people jumped on the scales and they retained all this weight very quickly because they just added in this new food group. And then yeah. other people was like, we're chill. It's perfectly fine. So then they would work work out what's good for the body and what's not in regards to like weight yeah well do you know some, what that is like weight as in scale weight or like the way you look because well it was scale true. weight because i was jumping on the scales okay. and maybe it was how um, they felt but, no I, idea, it, but i don't know what it was it was like an elimination diet i guess okay 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 yeah that makes sense yeah and Why that's I like, what i found was like i'm like if you were if you're struggling for example for me back I, I figured out a lot of things now, but if I were to come across again and be in pain about and like eating certain foods and unaware of what it was, I think I would go to the extreme to try an elimination diet because like I personally want to figure out what it is and like I want to live my best life. So like I don't ever want to be, have like a breakfast meeting with somebody and have a big day ahead of me and have had runny yolk and feel that sick yeah, well, it ruins my complete day well, i'm bedridden this is the thing like sometimes you you feel like you look fluffy but you might feel fine and if you look fluffy it's probably caused from either too much salt intake or carbohydrates because carbohydrates cling onto water so you yeah. actually i don't really water. mind like what i look like it's more of a, I, I can't How function when i feel like yeah, crap. yeah 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 yeah. yeah, so I like gluten like, for me gives me brain fatigue. Like I feel very fatigued when I have. Gluten. I'm exactly the same. So like I've avoided even just before I had gluten. I'm like I feel really lethargic now, but I didn't before I had that. And I've gotten like also just touching up on like things that we're eating too. Um, really used to eating, and this is something that also is so good for my body. Eating things that are in season, too. Mm, valid point. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's cheaper. <laughs> it's cheaper that way. Well, you are saving money. <laughs> saving money when it's in season, that's for sure. So, like, I just have the taste a problem as so well, good. though. I'm pretty resistant towards the word diet. When people are like, yeah, I'm going on a no. diet, I'm doing this, I'm just like, you're like, but why? You repulse me. But why? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, like, I this lady said it so well. It might have been in the Embrace documentary. I don't know where I heard it, but she's like, I won't do anything that's the first three letters of a word spell die. And I'm like, oh, that's pretty good. I like, I relate to that. But I think that the problem with me is I'm sick of people wanting to do this six-week diet and then they go back to their old ways. And it's like, no, I'm so more of a point? lifestyle person. Yeah, so like, yeah. You've got to change those habits yeah. like forever. You can't yeah. just expect it to happen and then mm-hmm. 
either the weight or whatever you want to go, go away forever. Like, it doesn't work like that. Yeah. So, for example, like, coffee. We all know why we have coffee, right? Awesome. We get this amazing sort of energy. I have anxiety. Is it worth it? No. No, it's not worth 100% it. 100% not. It's the same thing that I have with alcohol. Like, I would love to have a glass of bread. Oh, my God. Amazing. Like, I don't crave it as much as, like, the another person who's, like, a complete wine connoisseur. But, like, <laughs> I would love that. But also, do I want to feel the like, symptoms of depression afterwards? No. So, I have to, like, you know, I have, I have to, to make my sacrifices. Yeah. Um, but I think that certain things, like, when the sugar when I went into rehab and they were like, sugar is so bad for you because of So ADHD. they actually made you guys like... We weren't allowed coffee or sugar. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so that was taken away from us. I made a conscious effort. People were running down to the store and couldn't wait coffee? to get sugar in the system. <laughs> well, imagine... I would die. Imagine people pumping the coffee through them when they're trying to keep 50 people in rehab under control. 50 yeah. addicts under control. Like, yeah. it would just be an absolute nightmare. So they oh took coffee away from us and like... I then was like, okay, you know what? This has to be a lifestyle choice for me day after day. Like I have to, like now I can can incorporate sugar a little bit more now that my nerves are feeling a little bit better. Yeah. And, you know, it, but I'm definitely conscious of it because I don't sleep. So like if I do have sugar, it has to be before like nighttime because otherwise I'm ruining my sleep and then I'm going to regret that. So there's like things that I have made conscious choices as a lifestyle. Mm. There's no dieting I do. Yeah. To fit into a dress, to have yeah. a big weekend, whatever the hell. Like, no, I don't yeah. do any of that. So, like, I think that... Well, the what... biggest thing with us is, like, intuitive eating, as I, I would call it, intuitive eating. Just listening to your body, knowing your hunger cues. That's something that not a lot of people are even aware of. Just knowing when you're hungry and just eating when you're hungry. Don't starve yourself. Don't deprive yourself. You know? I can't... When I go to the shops and I'm hungry... I buy the shittest food, but when I go to the shops and I'm full and I'm fine, I will be way more healthy. Like, I'm just, like, like consciously so much more healthy because I'm like, oh, I don't want that, like, a quick fix. I'm, like, thinking about in the long run. And actually, you know what? Because I'm full, I'm not desperate, I can think clearly. Because I'm someone who, like, when I'm hungry, I have brain fog and I'm just not thinking clearly at all. So, Yeah. yeah, those are my... I don't know. I just think that this so diet what are, what are your, culture. So, what are your go tos? Like, if you could choose to have something out, what would you have? Would I have food out? Yeah. Like, even this morning, like, what are your usual, like, if you could I'm just quite a creature of habit. So, if I know I like something, um, I will go back to that, which yeah. is like kind of sad because it's like quite a comfort zone thing. But when it comes to food, honestly, I've had No, because much... sometimes you can be so disappointed when you yeah. try that new thing on the menu. And you know what? It's now it's it. just coming to me as to why. I'm like, why is that? But it's because of like this being in hospital for three days on morphine because of like being all these things that have happened to me over the years of to do with like certain food groups mm. and like them ending up with maybe being bedridden for a day i think there is a real big fear around like okay i've got something to do today and it's really important like i've got a big night ahead of me like i've got to do important things that to, to do with meetings and mm. i want to be at my very best I don't want to take any risks in the food department yeah, because yeah. That, that effect is just too much. The mm. risk versus reward isn't worth it. So like, but when I don't have anything is on, that a, Is that a reward? If you're rewarding yourself with food, is that really a reward at the end of the day? A hundred percent. I reward re- myself with food but because like, I don't I, have alcohol. I don't have anything in my life. No, I but I mean, I mean with, with bad food. Not just with healthy oh, food. Oh, I, I know. I like, health, I like eating out healthy. I don't, when I eat bad food, I feel like shit. 
why would I want to do that to myself even on like for example even on holidays yeah, but that's what I, mean. I don't if, want to feel like when, shit when people say I'm going to reward myself and I'm going to have this it's a very yeah it's a very big culture isn't it around it yeah, yeah. for sure like, like no oh, rewarding myself it, with food is eating out at like you know my favorite place just spending the money and like indulging yeah, but never <laughs> want a local cafe yeah I don't want to feel like sick nah or nah. anything she can't function I can't function. No. So even on holidays, for example, when some people would take that time to binge eat, etc. Like, I want to feel good. I want to feel like... I, I can go I hiking. Do the, yeah, I want to go hiking. I want to go things to the beach. Gonna, things wanna, that are going to give you energy. Yeah, I want to make the most of my day. Yeah. Normally, it's like family boot camp 101. I spend the most energy when I'm actually on so-called holidays because I'm not really relaxing. I'm, like, taking in somewhere for the first time. And yeah, like I'm that's so sure true. That wow. What I'm eating is complimenting that. So what would you tell your younger self? So your 15-year-old self in regards to nutrition, nourishing your body, etc. Uh, that's a tough one for when I'm young because when I was young, I didn't really listen to anyone anyways. But if I could say for my younger self to now, to, to those years of me learning, to, to, to prevent myself from going through all that, I would say nourish your body. Um, do your own research. Not someone else's research. Do your own research. And number three listen to your body they're like the three big things i would say yeah that's I probably that. a million more but they're like the three that i can think of right now so let's yeah. just roll with those i love that i reckon mine would be i would be like ditch the scales oh 100 ditch the scale they're not your friend they're and i would friend. say this to anyone honestly ditch the scales Maybe when not, you are yeah. feeling fit you are have put on weight oh, take, and it's a take good thing. photos take photos of yourselves there's, to see yeah, updates you have a good like there's different it's ways it's a good thing to put to, on weight exactly to check on yourself that's yeah. for sure and like for me and my body shape ditch the scales they've got or get to or get the it. scales that actually show how much mass you have on like yeah as, do you like, like the like BMI your, yeah, yeah okay the interesting BMI calculator yeah like it's funnily enough we never grew up with scales in my house anyway so it wasn't like a thing but I remember when I would start to go to the gym that they would be something I would do and then I was getting fitter and stronger and I'm stepping on the scale of being like I don't get this whole process like it was a real mind fuck for me because I'm mm. like why are people frothing on losing the weight when I'm getting fitter and feeling the best I ever have and I'm actually looking better and I'm putting on weight like why I didn't it make sense to me so it started to be a very conflicting thing at such a young age so I didn't have the education behind it so I'd say ditch the scales but also why is it called losing weight and not dropping fat that's true I like that something to think about mm. uh, my second thing would be learn to love your body now like learn to yeah. absolutely love your body now because like and that's what i'm trying to do at the moment is it's going to be a lot harder at the age of 50 to for, to start learning to love your body like because we are going to age like this whole we anti-aging you're at your best time right now right now you are your best we're time. so obsessed in society at the moment with anti-aging what is that about it's ridiculous oh, like we're don't, all don't going you just to like age. flip back on photos and go i actually looks really good there i don't know why i thought i didn't exactly look good. so like i think it would be learn to love your body like mm. learn to fall in love with it yeah. like and then the other thing would be health is not determined by what you look like on the outside absolutely not. so yeah. i could i obviously maintained that real judgment of other people and like that person's not, like not fit because they look like that and like that's just natural right because we grew up learning that when we were in school etc so like we literally thought 
that, and I was telling Gabby before because I saw it on TikTok, and I was like, oh my god, that reminds me so much of what we actually learned in school. So the skinny person had all the healthy foods in their body, that's what they filled them up, and the bigger person had all the shitty foods in their body, and yeah. that's not reality. Like, yeah, for yeah. some people they are bigger and they're eating crap. That's uh, some people, but there's so many exceptions to the rule, yeah. and the people who come from a background where their parents are bigger or like that's naturally their heritage or like or even like performance wise how do you feel performance wise like that's what you should be basing it off like if you can do a certain amount of reps this day and you're able to achieve an extra few reps the next day after that then that's a huge accomplishment like that's you pushing your goals you know Mm. like that's one thing you should be focusing on is how much energy you're exerting and and how how you're your, your body is like changing just strength wise and yeah. and like being able to adapt as yeah, well the, and the other thing honestly I would say is drop the ego I used to mm. this is what I used to do this is how I used to train so ridiculous and I'm paying for it now so I would be like <laughs> on the treadmill for 10k so and trying to do it in 40 minutes and Holy I'd shit. eat on the I'd treadmill be doing for 40 minutes it, I'd do it in like 42 why did, minutes why didn't you just go outside because I wanted to I was like, you know, going up to 15 kilometers per hour. Like, oh, I was okay. had that control, I guess. And okay. I, this is when I lived in Bali as well. Okay. So, it was... You, if you went outside, you'd roll your ankle in a pothole or you'd be so hot. You <laughs> could not possibly be doing that fast. But because I had that control, right? Yeah. And because it was like I was in the gym for a certain amount of time and I was very focused on... Yeah running and like then I don't even no one asked me how fast I was running on the treadmill no one cared but in my egoic state of mind I would push myself so then I'd get injured after a few weeks and I would then do the cycle again like have to be out for a few weeks and then in order to make myself feel better I'd then go back to running this ridiculous amount like it was just all the ego and I think yeah. I would just tell my younger self like drop the ego no one cares like yeah. listen, no to one cares. Body exactly. over, listen to your body over no one, and that's a being reality. able to tell people that you can do 10k in 42 minutes exactly no one cares Emma you're doing it on a treadmill firstly no one cares yeah no one cares exactly I've just got to nurture my body nurture your body yeah that's like the most important thing is take care of yourself yeah like there is no one on the earth that isn't is as important as you are really so why aren't you doing well we live in this body right so even our minds like we just so neglect our mental health and we neglect our body but it's the only thing we actually own I don't Mm. really own this a couch or this or like anything in my bedroom like I don't own that yeah I technically do but like I don't really it can go in like two seconds but yeah. I can't get rid of this body and like no yeah. matter how much I tried to escape it whether I was in like oh I'll move to Bali that'll be sick because yeah. I won't have to like live with these people around me it was never that issue is the problem was the pain that was living in my physical body mm. and then the agony and trauma that was like going around in circles in my mental health like that mm. was in my head so like that's it's our vehicle you wouldn't not service your awesome car you wouldn't just leave it for 10 years if we buy a brand new car you invest in it you wouldn't just not get it serviced yeah you wouldn't just expect it's to so, not oh, fill it up with petrol it's so, so underrated so why do we do that to yeah, ourselves yeah, yeah. your body like, taking care of yourself is so underrated it's so yeah. underrated and I think that like just we like no matter no one the biggest realistic realisation I've had is that no one is happy for with our bodies like no one so when Taylor Swift Never did her documentary yeah. oh my she, god that was so good it was awesome yeah. she came out and said she's like she had an eating disorder are, like yeah and she felt like she was she, she looked really skinny and like everyone was like oh my god you look amazing but really she's like i felt like almost dying like was normal but it it wasn't turns out i wasn't well which yeah. was like so powerful yeah she was saying like if you're skinny and you have the flat stomach you don't have the ass 
And if you've got the yeah. ass, you've normally got enough weight on you that you don't have the flat stomach. She's like, you cannot win. Yeah. You just can't win. When we're, mm. who, what is perfection with these bodies? And like, why are we under the impression that just like with addiction and instant gratification, that if I get this body, I will be happy? It's not true. It's not true. And I still have to remind myself of that every single day when I see something on Instagram or whatnot. But like, I really had to, if I could recommend anything to my younger self, it would have been to cull all that shit out of it. Because like, if you're looking at someone, you're little gonna- mini Emma, and you're <laughs> being like, oh my God, this girl is so hot but then internally i feel sick and i feel nauseous and the the things in my head are like how do i get that stomach oh my god if only you didn't eat that earlier then that internal dialogue sucks and you need to get rid of that person not because she's a bad person she's not doing anything wrong but when Mm. i see this i feel like crap and that's not good for me at the moment so unfollow you don't owe that person anything you they probably got a million followers they're perfectly fine yeah exactly and that but also that's their job their job is to post photos of themselves too like so you can't just hate that person that's another thing we have to stop doing it's not their fault it's not their fault and so can we stop blaming people like that it's your fault for following them if you're being triggered and you don't have the boundary or work out why why you're feeling that way with that person like what's setting that off yeah Yeah. body image and body shame is huge in our culture at the moment and like I don't think there's any one direct way but I think that if anything we have to learn to love our bodies now before we get older because it's not getting any better (laughs) I'm sorry like we we have to learn to embrace aging you'll, you'll look at yourself 10 years from now and like think wow I looked so great back then yeah and, and, and then, I, but you don't think it now yeah I won't wear tight dresses right because like I feel insecure and just because that I because actually to be honest when I go Which out blows now, my mind because Emma is so fit yeah like, she looks but so when fit. people drink I eat so like I go a little bit overboard when I'm out so I'm like oh I want to wear something loose so I can eat because it's just my comfort that's when I'm that's not true that's a true, it's true so story I can just like go into okay so what suits me better but you know I know for there's many times where I'm like oh in 10 years time I'm gonna look back and be like can't believe I wasn't wearing tight dresses that's so true what you said and like mm. it's we I we've got to stop fearing aging like why are we so scared of getting older when it's a natural thing that's going to happen to us we are because every single thing in our culture at the moment is telling us that we'll only be accepted if we're young and hot or oh, when people go oh like you know can't believe it's I can't believe it's November. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I love that. I love that we're going to get to the stage where we're like 60 years old. I'm like, I can't believe it's 60 years old. But yeah. Like, Time has so not old. changed. The hours in a day are still the same. So like, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Like, okay, yeah, so well, I, we have to wrap this up because, like, I could yeah. go on about this for so long. Yeah, and, and like. One thing I have done is I've got it on TikTok, fellas. I've got it on t- I TikTok. I cannot believe that. Can I just say? Like, I can't. One of your videos the other day got, like, an incredible amount of views that I saw. I'm like, are you kidding? This is your first video. Okay, this is my video, guys, on this topic. This is the video. It was, like, me. I just had that hangover day. Not hungover, but from socializing too much. I had eaten a full pizza, had crumbs all over my chest, and was like, this is the single life or something along those lines. Crumbs on my chest, full pizza, and I was watching How to Think Like a Man. And uh, and I'm like, come at me, boys. <laughs> I got the biggest creeps writing stuff on my thing. Like, oh, my God. I don't know what I hashtagged, but I got the biggest creeps writing on it. I'm like, wow, isn't this beautiful? Like, it was so... Well, there you go, boys. She's still single, called, like, so if you want to mingle with her, she is available. But not available for one guy who commented on my photo, which was, like, Daddy69 or something. Oh, <laughs> I was like, oh no. probably some really old, Hell, like... No. But um, I'm actually... What, the point of, like, bringing that up was, like, I've gained a lot of 
of inspiration from people on TikTok. Right, I told you it's good, yeah, right? Who were doing like making insightful. body shame and body image like so they're being vulnerable and they're mm. like, this is not normal to body shame people for this. Or they're calling people out and I fucking love that. I like, love you know, TikTok. They're hey, people, people just take like, the piss on TikTok. It's so funny. Every, yeah. Also because everything is video, it's not photo, so you know like it's just all about humor, really. Yeah, it's, it's humor. humor and I, I, but I mainly love the fact that people are being vulnerable, being vulnerable mm. in areas where we do really need it at the, in yeah. the moment in today's yeah. society. Yeah, like, they're calling good. things out about people who write, you're fat and those are fat roles, etc. So, Division One sports women in America. So many girls, I just went for a creep before, are, like, calling it out. They're like, I'm so fit and this is my way. So, what's your deal? Why are you calling me fat? Yeah. And what what sort of impact does this have on a 13-year-old girl? Yeah. Like, pull it together. And they're actually calling people out, and I'm all about that in the moment, especially the call-out culture. Call-out culture, Let's I love that. We'll, we'll, I'm all we'll, about it. We'll get on an episode. We'll chuck on an episode of that one. We're definitely next, doing one of those. I love next it. Next time, yeah. Okay, But thanks, I'm, guys, so, so much for listening. Um, don't forget to comment, subscribe if you can. Because you know you love us. XOXO. Your Sheila's. Sheila's. <laughs> <laughs>